This episode is brought to you by CC's Loving Care, caring for the ones you love. This is Money Talks with TJ Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Good afternoon, Tucson, and welcome back to another episode of Money Talks with me, your host, TJ Howe, and my good buddy, and partner in not so much crime, really, but my partner is Tony Shore. Uh, we're here to uh, entertain and, and uh, have, help you have a fabulous half hour. Take your mind off a few other things that maybe you're stewing about and uh, come join us and just uh, learn some valuable lessons here that will hopefully potentially really make a difference when that day comes and you're ready to call it a day in retirement. So yeah. but before we do that, let's let's uh, let me let me ask. Uh, let's jump right over into Tony and Tony. Welcome back. Welcome aboard. I, I know you said last week you weren't feeling so well and we got through that mess. Oh, so yeah. you're doing better now. And yep, how's uh, the family? How's everybody getting along in school? Everybody doing okay? Oh yeah. Everybody's doing great. Thanks for asking TJ. And thanks for having me on your show again. I feel Absolutely. so much better than last week. Good. Uh, I was great. kind of uh, still a little under the weather, you know, the slight change of seasons yeah. and just allergies, things like that. The cold took over, yeah. but yeah, I'm great now. And the kids Good. are great. Uh, Adam Good. is at in college and doing Good. well. And Good. Uh, the the girls are busy in uh, high school. How about you and your kids? How are you guys yeah. doing? Yeah, staying busy. Uh, literally, that's an understatement. Uh, Ken, I think uh, you remember. My oldest is now in D.C. working full-time, finished up her, her upper graduate degree uh, uh, back in May. Graduate. We went back to Boston to see her graduate. So, anyway, she's in D.C., uh, I think enjoying herself, although we don't talk very often. She's awful busy most of the time. But uh, I, I think she's getting used to the hustle bustle of the East coast. She's been in Boston for the last two years anyway. So, I mean, I don't think it's a whole lot different of pace, uh, change of pace for DC. I mean, it might be, but I've, I've never been to DC, so I can't tell you, but she's doing great. And, uh, our middle daughter, Holly is the, that's the one I drove down to Jacksonville that uh, relocated because her husband's in the Navy. So we relocate her back then. So she's teaching now she's teaching down there in Jacksonville, Florida and had to get evacuated. That was a bit of a scare for us because we've never been through a, a hurricane story before a couple weeks ago when that big hurricane was coming along uh, the coast. And so she had to evacuate. Thank God it kind of veered away at the last minute and it did not touch Jacksonville, but again, uh, still was a little nerve wracking for mom and dad. Right. And then our baby Haley, she's still at home uh, uh, rock and rolling. She's uh, technically she's in her fourth year of college. So she's not really a junior, but she's not quite a senior. Uh, they have a five year, her, her uh, degree is going to be in uh, mechanical engineering and they have a five-year program. So it's five years to get that degree. So again, she's kind of a hybrid junior senior. I don't know how to put it because there's wow. five years to get her done. Well, but she's yeah. in her fourth year. She's in her fourth year of a five-year program to get that mechanical engineering degree. And she's doing real well. She's smarter, smart as a whip, just 
she she throws down math problems like you and I would throw down uh, spaghetti dinners. I mean, it's just crazy. I just look at her and go, what? This is all Greek. It is. It just, you, I look and now for you smarty pants engineers out there, quit laughing at me right now. I know you are, but yeah, I just, I look at these problems they give them. OMG. I swear to you, Tony, yeah, it's, it's like looking at Greek. Stuff. Yeah. It is really looking at, but anyway, it's that's like Greek. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and which speaking of which, that's a great segue into what we're going to talk about for a lot of you out there, by the way, including you engineer types. Okay. I'm going to pick on you for a minute, but uh, not really, but, but for a lot of you folks out there, you're probably looking at your statements right now. Okay. And your 401k statements or your IRA statements or your Roth IRA statements or your investment portfolio. And maybe to some of you, maybe someone else, maybe your spouse before your spouse passed away, set it all up. Okay. Or before you got divorced, set it up. Or maybe your kids helped you set it up or someone, or you went to another advisor and they did it all. You just signed where you needed to sign and said, look, John or Mary, you take care of this. And they said, trust me, we'll take care of you. Right. But you're getting a look at your statement now and you're going, boy, this sure looks Greek to me, right? Yeah. Kind of like me and my daughter's math problems. Again, it it's absolute Greek. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make heads or tails of anything. She was working on the other night doing some homework and I'm just like, what in the holy heck is right? Well, and I, I would say this, Tony, I'll bet there's a good portion of people out there uh, and maybe, maybe not so many listen to the show because y'all are real savvy because we've been teaching you now for a while. So you're probably more savvy than the average bear, but, but maybe still some of you out there, or, you know, someone that does get your statements in the mail and you do freak out and you go, what in the heck does all of this baloney mean? What, what is this up and down and sideways and backwards or forwards? And it's up today, it's down tomorrow and yada, yada. And what's going on, right? So, and we get that. We get that it can be a real maze out there for people. It can be just sometimes overwhelming, honestly. And I know this because being a financial advisor, when I talk to my future clients or existing clients and I ask them questions, they tell me this. They, I'm not making this stuff up, guys. They say to me, TJ, before I met you, man, it was like being in the jungle with no guide, like no, no machete to work through the, the, you know, the maze of bushes and, and leaves and foliage and such and worried about a tiger chasing me from the back or a, a sna poisonous snake meet me in the front or, you know, whatever. But just a lot of concern and confusion about how the heck do I get out of this jungle, this thick, heavy, you know, jungle. And, and so I get it. I've been there and I've, I've, I've helped clients get out of that quote maze. So today we promised in our last show, right, Tony, we promised we were going to dive deeply into something that I am certain just about 90% of other financial advisors do not discuss because I've listened time and again to other people talk and I know they don't because they're not talking about, it. but we're going to take a deeper dive today into what we would call sequence of return risk. Okay. We're going to talk about that. Okay. And, uh, but, but yeah, Tony, I bet a before, lot of folks don't even know what that means. No, and, no. So, and people right. get confused. So I'm glad you're here to talk to us about it and what we need to know and why that's important. Uh, absolutely. So before I do that, though, I want to just I want to just stop for a moment and say, look, if your portfolio or the majority of your portfolio is still connected to the stock market, 
You haven't moved a portion out as I've been preaching for the past year and a half. Get some of it moved to safety. Please move some of it to safety. I sound like a broken record. But for those of you that haven't done so yet, and all of your eggs are in the same basket, and that basket is the market, the stock market basket, then I just need to remind you of something, okay? I've told you this before. Just let me repeat myself. There are three phases to our financial life, three phases, and here they are. Accumulation phase is step one. That's why you're building and growing your nest egg. Phase two is the distribution phase. That's when you reach retirement. Now you need to start living off of that nest egg. And then phase three is the preservation phase, which is really end of life strategies and more about, okay, I'm going to have X number of dollars left over, or I'm not going to have X number of dollars left over. But if I am, I want to pass it along to my kids or grandkids, and I want to do it in this way or that way and so forth. So the preservation phase is for those people that are pretty sure you're going to have some money left over that you're not going to use up. And you're thinking, heck, I'm, I want to set this in a separate bucket or basket to go down the line as painlessly as possible to the next generation. Okay. But right now, for the most part, Tony and I are going to spend our time today talking about the distribution phase of the sequence, which is that middle phase. Accumulation is where you grow your assets during working years. Distribution is now you're living on those assets while you're retiring while you're retired, okay? But during that distribution phase, I need you to hear these five uh, risks, these five issues. Now, we're not gonna talk about all five, but I want you to hear them. Number one is market volatility slash sequence of return risk. That's the one we're gonna deep dive, but let me share the other four quickly. The second risk you will face as you grow older is longevity and health risk. The older we get, the, the more our health starts to deteriorate. You better be prepared. Number three, you got tax risk or tax liability risk, right? If you have too much money in your 401k or in a qualified plan that hasn't been unqualified, then you run the risk of paying a higher price than someone who has their money in a Roth position or some other type of position, okay? The the fourth risk is inflation. That's always going to be there. That's a big one. Inflation risk. And the final risk is legacy. And that, we're, again, we're not going to go down that road today, but at some point in the future, we may get into a deep dive on legacy risk. But the legacy risk is really, in a nutshell, just you're saying, hey, I want to preserve this amount of money, 100000 to go down the line, but you want to make sure we do it right so we don't dip into that early enough or it goes away because of some other problem, right? So that's right. what that is. But back to number one market volatility, sequence of returns, risk. So let me turn my attention and I apologize, but I do have my slideshow up that I go through with everybody when I'm talking, which reminds me, by the way, we just Wait had a minute, great- TJ slides. Uh, you realize this is radio. Our listeners can't see no, them. No, no. I, <laughs> I I'm Sorry. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You, you'll explain no. them to us. I am. I am. Absolutely. I, I just want to get there so I, I can share the this concept. Sure. Okay. So first of all, okay, when we talk about um, when we talk about safety and security and risky things versus guaranteed things, okay, then we need to do a quick differentiation of of the difference. So let's talk about Social Security for just two seconds. Your Social Security is pretty safe, pretty secure. So when someone says, do you get Social Security? And you say, yep, that's a stable income source. Would we agree? I'd say yes. Hopefully you're shaking your heads out there. Social Security is a pretty stable income source, okay? If you have a pension, also a very stable income source, okay? But, okay, here's the big but. 
If you have a 401k slash IRA account or a Roth, if the Roth is connected to the stock market, okay, then um, my answer is hmm. And why do I say that? Because we don't know for sure that that money is going to be guaranteed. We can count on the Social Security coming. We can count on a pension coming. But can we really count on that 401k if it's in the market continuing to produce a 4 5 or 6% rate of return every year for income? No. And then why can't we guarantee it? Because we can't guarantee what the market's going to do. So let's understand this. And I'm looking at a slide. You can't see this slide. But let me just share this with you. We have been more or less... These past seven, eight months, we have been at an all-time high in the market. So having said that to you guys, have you ever heard the term buy low, sell high? Well, Well, if you have, and hopefully all of us have, right? Buy low, sell high. Well, if we are in fact at an all-time high, would it not be a wise decision on your part to maybe consider diversifying, taking some of that 401k money out of the stock market position and moving it to one of my safe buckets that Tony and I have talked about over and over again. Okay. Why not do it now before the stock market falls off the cliff again, which we've seen it rattle and roll, shake, rattle and roll quite a bit now. So that tells me we're close. So I'm going to ask you all of this question. How much can you afford to lose? Now, when you come to see me, if you come to see me, I'm going to ask you that question again face to face, and I'm going to sit there and shut up and listen, and you're going to have to say something, but I'm going to ask y'all, how much can you afford to lose? And you know what? In passing by, most people will flippantly say, ah, I can afford to lose 10 or 15%. No big deal, right? But you know what's funny, Tony? When I'm in front of them face to face, eyeball die, and we're looking at their $500,000 portfolio or their $400,000 401k, right? And I'm asking, okay, are you serious? You really want to lose 40 to 60,000 of this money? Instantly, guess what their answer changes to? Uh, a no, no, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, you did. You said you could afford to lose 10 to 15. Well, I take that back. No, I don't want to lose 40 or 60,000 dollars. Well, just know this, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to use this quick example. If you had 100,000 in the stock market, and tomorrow to tonight, the market drops 30 points, 30% tonight, right before the market close. Okay. Which by the way, the market just closed three minutes ago. So it would have dropped already. Sure. Let's just pretend the market dropped 30% today. Okay. So your hundred is now at 70,000. Okay. Well, let's just say Monday, the market grows back by 30%. Are you whole again? No, you're not. Why? Because what's 70 times 30%? Is 91 equal to 100? No. So here's my point to the story. If you did lose 30% of your value, ladies and gentlemen, it would take 42% gain just to get back to even. So hear me on this. If you lost 50% of your value, it would take 100% gain just to get back to even. Keep that in mind. That is huge. Okay? Huge. See, just that's just a big number. And people don't think that way. They think I lose 30%, I gain 30. I'm even. No, that's not how this works. Okay. So, Tony, should we take a quick break before we jump into the meat of it? Let's Let's jump in here and take a quick break and let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. You bet. And for those that are interested in getting a free copy of my book, that offer still stands. You just need to call 520 886 8700. That's 520 
886-8700. Leave me your name and telephone number. We'll, my, me or my team will call you back and we'll get your shipping information and we'll ship it right out to you. Read it first. After you're done reading it, if you're interested in talking, we'd love to talk. But read the book first because it'll give you some knowledge, some background, okay? And and for the rest of you, if you want to just pay a, a visit to my website, do so by going to tjhow.com. That's tjhowe.com and give it a look. We've got a Meet Me video. We've got several educational videos and you've got a lot of cool stuff. We've got all of our old radio shows in a podcast format on our website. So you can listen to any and old shows and you'll see the title right next to the show. So there you go. So again, tjhow.com or pick up the phone and call 520-886-8700. Leave me your name and number. We'll call you back and get your shipping address and we'll ship that book right out to you. I promise. Hi there. If you're looking for that extra something special for your loved one, if you have a parent who is in need of some TLC and you have a full-time occupation or just don't have time to get away from your family, pick up the phone now and call CC's Loving Care. Give us a call now at 520-440-5160. Again, that's 520-440-5160 to get a quote on care for your loved one or family member that may be in need of some TLC from recuperating in an accident, or they're just getting older and need someone to help with meals, or lighthouse cleaning, or just some company. Either way, give CC's Loving Care a call. We'll be there when you need us. And welcome back to Money Talks with our host, TJ Howe. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, TJ, in that first segment, you covered a lot of ground and I know we're getting to the nitty gritty about why it's so important, uh, sequence of returns, how it works, and why do we even need to worry about sequence of returns? Ah, great question. Great. Thank you for bringing us back in. That's a great lead in. Okay, so thanks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and Tony included, so here we go. Why is sequence of returns so important to understand? Okay, and here it is. Here it is. So we're going to propose, and I know you can't see it, so just visualize with me. Now, if you're driving, do not close your eyes. If you're not driving, close your eyes for a moment and visualize with me. But if you're driving, do not do that. Wait, okay? But uh, if you can imagine two portfolios, we're going to call them John and Martha, okay? John is portfolio A. Martha is portfolio B. And here we go. Both portfolios start with 600000 in value. Both accounts. Okay. So both clients come to me and both clients have $600,000 to, to work with or want, want, they need to live on. They need to last the rest of their days. Okay. And by the way, if neither one of them was touching their account. Okay. So let me be clear. You understand the sequence of return risk and why it becomes a risk or when, when, when it becomes a risk. It does not become a risk while you're not touching your money. So during the accumulation phase, so if both John and Martha came to me, Tony, both of them had 600000 to invest, and both of them said, TJ, we just want to let it ride for the next 25 years. Well, in both scenarios, we're going to show an 8% average rate of return. And I'm looking at this slide, so I know that because I'm the one that typed up the slide. So, so based on their rates of return, both portfolios would have earned 8% over the next 25 years. Okay. Uh, so 
Had they not touched their money, both of them would be sitting on north of $4 million in total gross monies in their portfolio. Okay. Over those 25 years, they started with 600,000 because of the growth in the, uh, the good and the bad. But over time, 25 years later, that's a lot of time. Their money would have had a chance to double about three and a half times over. So you'd be looking at almost 3.8 million to be exact. Okay. Without touching. So both of them in 25 years would be sitting on uh, two, uh, $3.8 million. However, you throw in one caveat. So here we go. We're going to calculate the yearly gains and losses are equivalent, but they're mirrored. So in a portfolio A, this is what we show. We show John getting a negative 12 in year one, a negative 21, and a negative 14. Okay, those are his first three years. However, in Martha's situation, Martha's getting a positive 29, a positive 18, and a positive 25% in her first three years. Now, what we did is invert them. So watch. Her last three years are his first three years. Negative 14, negative 21, and negative 12. His last three years are a positive 25, positive 18, and a positive 29. However, here's the catch, okay? So both portfolios averaged 8% had they just sat there, but they did not just sit there. They both came to me when they handed me their $600,000 and they both said this, TJ, we got one caveat. And I say, go ahead. What is it? We need income from our portfolio starting now. Right, So we're going to give you the 600000 We both need 25000 a year in income to start day one, year one. And I'm like, uh, okay. So again, we're going to assume both portfolios averaged 8% over the 25-year time, period, time span. But again, both of them said, I need 25000 in year one. So here we go. Okay, because John had a negative 12, negative 21, and negative 14 in his first three years, and he's taken 25. Now, if he weren't taking 25 out, he'd be okay. I'm telling you, he'd be okay. But sequence of return involves when you turn your asset on into an income stream. This is where it becomes critical. And sadly, 90% of my peers don't talk about this risk. But when you take that 401k and decide you want to turn it into an income bucket, or an income stream, or that IRA into an income stream, or the Roth into an income stream, and it's all connected to the stock market because you didn't take my advice and move it over into one of our safe money alternatives or safe money buckets where you can never outlive your money, ever. You can never outlive your income, guaranteed, okay? But in this case, because it's still connected to the market, here we go. So both people are drawing 25000 a year. Well, let me just cut to the chase. Because of this sequence of return risk, meaning it follows the market up and down and you're withdrawing. Let me just share with you his 600,000 at the end of the third year. And by the way, we're going to pretend both of them are 65 when they come to me and they want and they're both going to live to be 90. Let's assume they do both live to be 90. Okay. So there's the 25 year cycle age 65 or 66 to age 90. Okay. Remember he loses year one, year two, and year three. But in addition to losing, he's taking 25,000. Let me just tell you, yeah, here it is in year at the beginning of year four at his age 69, his 600,000 has dropped to $352,432. Now here's the good news, Tony. He has a 22% positive rate of return in year four, a 10% return in year five, a 4% in year six, an 11 in year seven, and a 3% in year eight, okay, before it goes negative again. But in spite of that, those one, two, three, four, five up 
tick years because he kept taking the 25 a year at age 74. He's now down to 232,000. Well, let me jump to the bottom at age 82. He is flat broke. He is down to zero. Actually at age 81, his account is down to $27,833. So by age 82, he's gobbled that money up. It is now gone. So at age 82, 16 years from when he started his plan, he is dead broke versus Martha. On the other hand, Martha, because she had three great years, remember 29, 18 and 25% growth. She takes her 25,000. Well, let me just share with you at the end of her third year, beginning of year four, which is her first negative year, by the way, she has a negative 6% in year four. Her account value has grown to $1,061,698 in spite of taking the 25 out every year. So as opposed to his is down to 352, hers is up to a million 61 before she has her first negative year. Even with the negative year, the next year it jumps up to 1,177,000. Well, let me jump down. At age 90, 25 years later, Martha is sitting on 2.622 million. Let me read that again. is what's left in her bucket of money at her 90th birthday. In spite of having a negative 14, negative 21, and negative 12 in the last three years of her account. So at age 88, 89, and 90, now here's the bad news. She was at 4.685 million. So she was at 4.7 million before the negatives began. But she still, after three terrible years, she still was at $2.6 million plus dollars in her bucket. So is wow. she broke? No way. Is he broke? Yep, dead broke at age 82. So he went broke eight years before we planned on him going broke. Why is that? Because of the sequence of return in his portfolio. So when I say the word sequence, it's all about sequence of risk because he started Tony with three bad years in a row because he was taking an income too that crushed him. So timeout, ladies and gentlemen, if you have three bad years in a row and you're not touching your portfolio, no problemo. You are not going to have a problem. We're okay. Because why you didn't touch it. You took a hit, but you didn't start digging into it yet. So wait for it to turn around and start gaining positive. Had he waited those three years, he'd be okay. He would have been, but he didn't. He needed the money at 66 and off to the races he went. We're out of time for today's yes, show, we TJ. Are. we yes, got to wrap it up, and maybe we yep. can talk about this some more next week. Uh, no but before problem. we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. You betcha. You can reach me by calling 520-886-8700 or... Go to my website, www.tjhowe.com, tjhow.com, and uh, click on the Meet TJ button or, or, or click on the phone number button, whatever you want to do. But again, remember what I, my offer is. My offer stands until I drop dead, and here it is. If you'll call in 520-886-8700, we will give you, we will send you for free, a copy of my latest book, Stop Trusting the Experts, Common Problems, Uncommon Solutions. And I promise you, you will enjoy the heck out of the book. And uh, if you want to meet afterwards, great. We'll meet and talk after you've read my book. So there it is. All right. That's a great offer, TJ. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Money Talks with TJ Howe. 
Thank you for listening to Money Talks with T.J. Howe. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact T.J. Howe at Triple H Financial. Call 520-977-5297 or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. T.J. Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 